Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. It's 909 WTIC News Talk 1080. Will Morati Show, your host, Will Morati, Matt Sorois. Eager to take your calls today. Had a great day yesterday. Great, uh, great calls and uh, some good guests. It was uh, an exciting day. 860-522-9842, the numbers. We're going to continue some of the stories that we started yesterday. We're going to keep, keep on this Greenwich, Greenwich uh, Connecticut assistant principal discrimination story. It's big. Uh, it's getting national attention. I uh, have to say I was surprised on um, Tuesday, I think it was Tuesday, late Tuesday afternoon, first uh, first video that was sent me is our, our friend Joe and Simsbury. And then after that, at least, I don't know, a dozen, 13 more people uh, forwarded that video to me. When I watched it, I, I wouldn't say I was shocked because I know this is how the woke movement lives, breathes, and thinks. Um, but I, I, I was surprised that they got it on film. I, I was surprised that they were, again, Veritas, the amazing stuff that they pull off, Veritas Project. But um, clearly uh, this, whoever this undercover reporter was, I think I saw her name somewhere, but she got into what she got into his head. And I think, and I think there's a little ego going on there. And, um, and so that's what you have. That's what you have. So it's 9-11. So what we're going to do is we always do start out one moment, gathering our thoughts together, joining joining together our, our, our audience in unity. Let's take a moment for our 9-11 call out to God for help, shall we? Heavenly Father, God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for another day to wake up under our own power. We just did. Didn't have to get jump started. No cables on us. Just We just woke up and able to move about and do the things that are important to us, do the things that we love to do. Thank you so much for your grace, your mercy, forgiveness, your patience. Thank you for the, the great gifts of family and friends. Thank you for the jobs that we have, the work that we can do, vocations that we enjoy, able to earn money, take care of our families, take to some things that we enjoy. Thank you, God. Pray for those that are out of work for whatever reason. Help them find employment. We pray for those that are struggling with illness. We pray for healing for them. Pray for those that are still, still grieving the loss of loved ones. Be, uh, be the God of comfort in a very real 
way to that today. And thank you, Lord, for all of the faithful men and women who serve in military, first responders, protect them, keep them safe, and uh, help their families as they are separated. And give us wisdom, God. We, uh, we're living in amazingly jumbled times. People that are telling us things, so many messages coming at us. It's hard to know who to believe, who to trust, what to think. That's why uh, we're grateful that you give, us, you give us a guide and a path to follow. And so thank you today. Give us wisdom. You give us understanding. Give us clarity. Thanks for TIC. And uh, we give you thanks and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Can I get an amen out there? So you may submit your amens on social media. Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, same handle, all four accounts, at Will Marotti. You may also email me at willmarotti at yahoo, yahoo.com. Uh, you know, big speech coming up tonight. Uh, I, I, I think this is very clear what's going on. I want to see if you pick it up. I, it, it, it seems uh, at this point. Um, very clear in in the the Biden admin. I wouldn't say Biden because he's no more planning his 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 game plan than than I'm preparing the uh, the, the the lineup for the Boston Red Sox. Um, more chance of that happening, quite frankly, than Biden being able to plan what he's doing. However, however, uh, I, I see what they're doing. I really do believe I have an insight in what they're doing. But I want to see what you think. We're talking, of course, we're talking a lot about the speech tomorrow because it's tonight. I wanted to say something. You know, I'm so grateful for all, all the folks that send in amens. And, and here's what I realize. I don't realize sometimes. You can't judge how many people are tuning in, how many people are engaged with the program by either how many call in or don't call in or amens, quite frankly, because we do it every day and, and we get Monday to Friday. We get a large, so someone sent me a message, and I'm not going to say who, but the, if they're listening, they know who they are. They said um, they, don't, they don't go out on social media with this, but they amen every time they hear the prayer. And you know what? I, that I thought about this. I man, how many other people? Because here's the deal. Folks that are unhappy speak out more than folks that are are encouraging or in agreement. And of course, the word amen, that's all it is. It's a word of agreement. It means yes, I agree. Um, and so I think the number is 68%. 60, uh, people who complain are 68% more likely to complain than people who are in favor of what you're doing, right? So uh, just to get that little bit of a message was very encouraging to me because I say, you know what, of the everyday 60, 70 amens that come in, who knows how many more of you out there are saying amen, but you're not submitting it in social media. So I, I'm very excited about that. But I do appreciate when you do submit because it gives us a chance to engage. And I love giving you a shout out when it happens. And I understand for the people who can't do that because they maybe would prefer not to shout out. And if you, and if you want to say amen, but don't want to shout out, but you want to participate, email me. Wilmarati at, uh, at yahoo.com. And I will certainly protect your anonymity if you would prefer not to have your name mentioned on the air. Uh, hey, amens are coming already from across the country. Wonderful. All right, uh, 860-522-9842. Let's, um, let's see, first call of the day, brought to you by Eagle Rivet, the roofing partner you can trust. Let's go to uh, Stratford and Jerry. Hi, Jerry. Hi, Pastor Will. Uh, calling regarding tonight's speech, uh, first and foremost, if you could amend or add to your graceful, wonderful prayer, a true prayer for the soul of this nation, <sighs> that this degenerate old man does not seduce us into hate. Because 
tonight's speech is about hate. It is a blatantly political speech, and this is my second point, is the GOP should be screaming bloody murder, that this is a political speech, it's not a policy speech, and therefore it's free airtime, it's a campaign contribution to Democrats, and they have to have a rebuttal. They have to have someone else on after Biden to to correct the record, to talk about how. Is that planned? Do you know, Jerry? I I, I don't know. Is that I, planned I that there's heard, a rebuttal? I, I haven't heard anything coming from the GOP about having an alternative. They should be screaming bloody murder very publicly. We want a rebuttal because this is a political speech from, you know, again, we were. An old cracker from Delaware is going to be lecturing us. A guy who, a guy who eulogized a KKK senator as being his friend and mentor, is going to be lecturing us about the evils of, of white supremacy and republicanism. Yeah. And thirdly, to to put this in a terrible perspective, this coming weekend, yeah. if passed as prologue, there'll be fifty to seventy people shot in Chicago. Yeah, yeah. And not one, not yeah. one will be shot by a middle aged white Donald Trump supporter slash white supremacist. With a legally and held so weapon. This lie. Correct. Yeah. This, so this yeah. lie. That well, I, I don't know. I mean, have you seen anything of transcript of the speech? I haven't. I've, I've been watching and, and, you know, from what from what we're led to believe that this is going to definitely be a divisive speech. I want to know what happened to Mr. Unity when he got elected. Remember, he was going to bring the country together. He was going to unite people. Now he's going to he's going to say basically half the country are are violent what, racists. I mean, I don't I don't I, I will have to say I haven't seen the speech, but have you heard anything or have you seen anything about any early releases of the, uh, the context of the speech? A lot of people are saying, hey, we want the old Joe Biden back, the unifier. <laughs> yeah, right. Where is I, say, I say that was a lie, the speech he gave during uh, Inauguration yeah. Day, because yeah. immediately his Secretary of Defense accused men and women of the military yeah. of being a bunch of white supremacists yeah. on day one. So when Biden said on day one, oh, yeah, you must soul, or whatever yeah, he said, yeah, yeah. It's, it was a crock immediately. No, I, I agree. It was a lie. It was, it was a lie. lie. It was campaigning. He was still campaigning even though he was president. So um, I, I've, yeah. I've read some stuff that is going <laughs> to be, you know, that, that he's going to frame a national crisis being people voting Republican. Things like if you have to show an ID to vote or to get on an airplane or to cash a check, that's racist. So, look, let's take the racist state of Georgia, right? Three of the four statewide candidates are black. Gee, that's not what what Biden (laughs) said. Well, you know, yesterday, yesterday, Corinne Jean-Pierre, the uh, White House press secretary, I, I watched it, it came out of her mouth. She said the president believes that the the MAGA uh, uh, part of the section of the Republican Party is the most energized, and they're the biggest threat to our democracy. So, if you believe in "Make America Great Again" and you voted for Trump, you are the greatest threat to democracy. So That's what they're going to say tonight. If you believe an election is voting for the candidate that you want to win. That's a threat to democracy. This is the absurdity of what they're saying, that people voting for the candidate that they think best serves their needs in the country 
is a threat to democracy. It's yeah, like yeah. they in Iran. I, I, I say a- keep going. I, I say, Jerry, keep keep talking. Just, you know what? They're going to hang themselves. Keep talking. I'll give you as much line as you need. Just keep going out there, and then you're going to hang yourself because you're going to offend tonight half the country. You're going to totally offend half the country, but, and, and independents are listening. But the problem is for the people who take him seriously, they're going to say, I am just in killing people that don't look like me. Yeah, unfortunately, well, unfortunately, that's only 30% or less of the country to take him seriously. I think it's far less than 30% because only 30% of the country think we're heading in the right direction. I think far less than that support, Biden. Jerry, I'm going to let you go. Thank, great points, Jerry. Thanks, Appreciate sir. the call. Thank you. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to uh, take a commercial. A couple commercials will come back, and then uh, uh, let's see. we got a, a double R lineup, uh, Rudy and Ralph. Uh, when we get back right here on the Thursday edition of the Will Marathi Show, we'll be right back. All right, good morning. Welcome back. Welcome back. Let's go to the calls, 860-522-9842. Big speech tonight. Can't wait. Let's go to our uh, our, our Southern Command in Florida and Rudy. Rudy, what's going on, brother? Hey, good morning, Pastor Will. Um, so last night, my congressman actually came into our restaurant at 8 with 20 other people and um, – Wow, I waited. Uh, I waited on him, and uh, how was the tip? Oh, it was sick. <laughs> um, okay. It was automatic gratuity. Oh, okay. I got I got palm two hundred dollars on the side by a car dealer. Wow, a, a wow, good for Chevy. you. That's yeah. cool. So, um, I think it in total. I, I have no clue. It had to be like over four hundred dollars for the night. But um, he and I started talking. And uh, I said to him, I go, your, your job must be terrible that you have to listen to Nancy Pelosi every day. And he goes, not for long. They have no shot holding the House. Our yeah, intel- I, think that, I think that's probably a foregone conclusion. It's the Senate I'm worried about because Mitch McConnell's already bailing out of it. And my congressman is Scott Franklin. He's a 26-year retired combat pilot for the Navy. Oh, my gosh. And um, he's on the Armed Service Committee. They're, they're doing a big trip over to the Middle East this week. Mm-hmm. Um, but... We, I brought up the, huh? Go ahead. I brought up the Senate to him, and his whole facial demeanor changed. And I go, uh. I think we have a problem. I think they're going to get control of the Senate. I go, Dr. Oz is a terrible candidate. Arizona's looking bad. Georgia's looking bad. And, and Georgia, uh, first time Estee, Herschel Walker moved the point ahead, the, the, the flake, you know, uh, uh, well, Uncle Fester person. Who's might be a problem, but here's his solution. He goes, we're not going to fund anything they want. I go, like the IRS agents? He goes, yeah. that, if we take the house, that will get zero funding. It will never get off the ground. I love it. So See, that's all we need is to slow these guys down until we can get the White House back. Well, so. and, and that's the plan. And he, he had to go, but I wanted to tell him Kevin McCarthy's not the answer either for this speech. No, no, I'm disappointed um, McCarthy. He, they're pretty confident that they're going to have a, a big lead in the house. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. There's no faith in the Senate elections. Well, you know, and, and, and here's Mitch McConnell, who should be the cheerleader, who should be saying, you know, we're going to, you know, uh, it's going to be a different story in the House. You know, we've got to have quality candidates. And, you know, I, but Herschel Walker, first time pulled ahead of, um, of, of uh, uh, Warnock. And uh, Doctor Oz is catching Uncle Fester, so I uh, I, I think it's um, I think I think there's hope. I think there's hope. Rudy, got to go. Thanks so much. All right, listen, we're gonna take a break. Couple commercials. Joe, uh, Ralph, Joe, hang in there. If you can stay uh, right after the break, I'll get you guys. We'll talk more about this uh, Greenwich, Connecticut, assistant principal discrimination. I've got the whole transcript, by the way, of the interview of the interviews. They were segmented interviews. The brilliance of the young uh, reporter who did that. I, I don't know what her name is, but um, wow. Wow. Yay, Project Veritas. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back and more of your calls, 860-522-9842. All right, welcome back. Uh, let me give you quickly the first third of the, a lot of amens today, a lot of, because some, and a lot of first-timers. So Tanya F., uh, Bruce R. from Indianapolis, Jill G., Rob K., Thor S., Glenn T., First-timer, Lisa T., first-timer, Wendy A., J. W. M. W., Chris P., Monica M., Dor, Kathleen S., uh, 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 Lori M., uh, Linda F. from Florida, Lynn B., Terrence B., Virginia W., Christina I., Marianne L., Philip M., Lori L., <clears throat> William M., Donna T., Uphill Dave, and the mysterious W. B. D. Second, third, we'll do before the end of this hour, and then we'll have to wait to the next hour for the balance of the uh, of the amens. Thanks so much. All right, let's go to the calls. Let's go to uh, uh, Joe and Simsbury. Hey, Joe. Hey there. Good morning, Pastor. Boy, you uh, started up Firestorm with a sound out that video. Holy cow. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I, I want to combine something I just heard on the news with uh, the Biden thing. But first of all, I just wanted to uh, uh, make sure that I was the first one today to call you a fascist. Um, <laughs> That'll 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 come later. And, I, and I wear that badge proudly. Thank you. As do I. But I'm gonna I'm gonna try to combine these two topics. Hopefully, I can make it make sense for people. I'm getting pretty sick and tired of the linear thinking that is going on in our side. And yes. what I mean by Thank that you. is that uh, the the news just talked about Bob Stefanowski spoke out about. Uh, the, the Greenwich thing and talked about discrimination. It is not about discrimination. The fact that he said that and the fact that people on his campaign, and I, and I love Patrick Sasser, but come on, folks, bring in some other advisors who actually I think know, in I a know. way that's not linear. They want us to think that it is about discrimination. They want this to go and end up in a court system so that way they can say, oh, the process worked, and eventually this guy will lose his job. He's on administrative leave. That is not the issue. The issue is not the hiring. The issue that they and, – and, again, shame on Ooh, Bob. It's the indoctrination. It's, it's the, it's indoctrin- the exactly. evil indoctrination of what's going on. That's the problem. Yeah, how yeah. he didn't pick up on that 
And if he stood up there and said exactly what I just said and said, yeah, well, I'm bothered by the discrimination, but this is what the real issue is, right. then, you know, what? I would have more respect for him. Joe, I let me can't. ask you this question. Why are Republicans, particularly Connecticut Republicans, why are they so afraid to call stuff out for what it is? I really don't know, and it, and it makes me think that if they were lucky enough to ever win one of these state offices or control of the Senate or the House in the state, that they're just going to fall back on, oh, we got to be careful because the Democrats won't like if I do something. And I, I'm just tired of that stuff. I, I yeah. fight the fight as much as I can. Yeah. But I, I mean, I'm seriously, I'm, I've been doing a lot of thinking. I'm reaching the point of I'm tired of the stupidity. I'm yeah. tired of the linear thinking. And I, now I'm going to tie it to Biden's speech. I, I fully expect, because I've already seen it, people are talking about, oh, Biden is doing this speech. He's trying to cause a civil war. And... Don't fall for it. No violence, nonviolent, you know, noncompliance. Do people really, and this is our side, do people really think that really smart people, as much as we don't like them, who are running this government are sitting in the room and they're saying, yeah, two months before, let's tick off independence with giving a speech <laughs> like this. Let's tick off moderate Republicans or really? reasonable, not moderate Republicans, moderate Democrats or reasonable Democrats, because they're certainly out there. Yeah, let's do it, because that's really good for our chances. That's, that's really going to get us more votes, agenda. yeah. There's yeah. something else going on here. I don't know if it's going to be a false flag. I don't know what the heck it's going to be, but it is not that linear, give a speech, he's going to make you mad, don't fight back. Because they, they totally disregard the other side. And just to conclude, my you know, twice in one week I've had to challenge my very good friend Rudy and he is a very good friend I appreciate his friendship very much but Dr. Oz is not a great candidate no and the fact is no but he is catching he is catching up to to Uncle Fester though I think he's blown by Uncle Fester Uncle Fester just came out and his campaign said yeah he's not going to debate because with the stroke his brain isn't working and his speech isn't working well but he can be a United States senator yeah so you really think that many people are that ignorant that they're going to vote for a guy who is acknowledging that he had a stroke and his brain doesn't work right and his and his speech? But maybe good. maybe that's more descriptive of a lot of folks in the Senate, uh, Joe. Maybe that's yeah. people that their, their brains don't function well, so maybe he, he qualifies. He qualifies. Yeah, I just feel that in Pennsylvania that <laughs> yeah. the polls are misleading, so that way they can set it up for some sort of a scam. Yeah. Try to steal it because if they told the truth on the polls and they did this with Trump in 2020 or not 2020, 2016, where if we remember right, Hillary Clinton didn't even really go to the battleground states in the last month or so. And people mm. are like, why is she not going? Mm. It's because she thought she had not because she thought she had the legitimate number of votes to win. Yeah. She thought she had the scam in and they were shocked that the people should right. vote for Trump. <laughs> So they couldn't do the run Rut the row. scam election night. And this time, they had to shut everything down to run their scam. Our plan isn't working. Rut row. We, yeah. You know what, honestly, Joe? I think we only need, correct me if I'm wrong, but we only need one, either either Herschel Walker or Dr. Oz. We only need one of those wins if everything remains the same to take the Senate. Is that correct? If everything was honest, I think we would. No, if everything remains, Senate, I'm saying, if, 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 if everything stays as it is now, we only yeah, we need, need one of those races to take the Senate. And obviously, it's a, a razor to the majority. But if we take the House by a sizable margin and we control the Senate, we've we've effectively shut this thing down. 
Well, we have J.D. Vance in Ohio, who I think is actually a very good candidate compared to uh, Tim Ryan. Yeah. I think he's going to surprise people. We have what we just talked about in Pennsylvania, where I'm not buying it for a second. If the guy wasn't... No, I'm not either. Smoke, people can't be, people can't be it, that dumb. I'm not buying it. People can't be Herschel. that dumb. <laughs> you know, well, we, listen, we, hey, God bless Herschel. He came, yesterday, first time polling came out, he's a point ahead of of Warnock, the, the progressive communist um, who who presumes to be a pastor. Um, well, so I, I, I'm still hopeful. I, I think the House is going to be fine, and I think the Senate is still going to turn turn uh, turn red for us, and, and we'll get out of this mess for a little while. Sorry, I, I don't know if it was your show or if it was I talked to Tom, but I took the Republicans to task about a week or so ago uh, where sometime four, five, six years ago, this whole thing started where Republicans got this idea that when a pollster calls, don't pick up the phone because they're just a bunch of liars, or when they call, tell them you're going to vote for the Democrat. That'll really mess them up. Well, all that's done is that's created polls that don't reflect what's going on, and they create polls that make it so close that the Democrats can actually flip something, and people go, oh, I guess we just lost. But I, I don't know. You'd have to. I don't know how you prove that, Joe. And and I think there's probably more likelihood they're just not answering than they are pretending they're de- or giving Democrat shaded answers. But I don't know, Joe. Thanks so much. Thanks for that video. Really, we're gonna talk about that some more today. Got somebody come on at ten oh five to talk about that. Uh, Joe, thanks so much. Appreciate your call. All right, let's take uh, no. Let's take one more call, then we'll take a break. Let's go to South Carolina. Ralph. Hey, Ralph. Good morning, Pastor. Good morning. <clears throat> Excuse me. Three things. Uh, my wife uh, felt kind of, you know, a little bit off yesterday, so she took a COVID test. Yeah. And on the test it said negative, but then it said, but that doesn't mean you don't have COVID. Oh, that's come how, on. Come on. I swear to God, that's how stupid these tests are. That's how <laughs> stupid they are. Uh, second thing, I have a son who lives in Los Angeles. Yeah. And he's moving to Florida. Yeah, yeah. And by moving to Florida, just in taxes alone, he'll save about 30000 Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I hear that story repeated often. So, I mean, again, it's a, hard, it's a hard sell to keep anybody in California, New York, Connecticut, because you, could, you just pick up and move and save yourself twenty, thirty thousand 30000 right off the bat, particularly if you have a job that's, that's uh, you know, remote and virtual. So. Absolutely. And another thing, Pastor, I would like to see these news people uh, especially moderates. Uh, I don't believe in this right and left wing. I believe in either you love your country or you want to change your country into something it's not supposed to be. Yeah. Uh, like when Mayor Lightfoot, the first thing they do is race, that the race card comes out. Mm-hmm. And what yeah. I would ask the mayor is, well, what is your proof that these people are racist? Please uh, tell us where your proof is and why you call them racist. And you know what's going to happen? They're not going to have an answer. Well, yeah, that's they that's will a, not. I mean, how can you be a racist? That's, by that's, sending that's these their default position. That's the default position, Ralph. Hey, listen, I got a break for commercial. Thank you so much for your call. All right, calls coming in. I'm going to give the second third of the uh, aim, uh, second third AM list to get back, and we'll take a couple more commercials, and we'll re- be right back on the Thursday edition of the Wilmarotti Show, WTIC News Talk 1080. All righty, welcome back. Uh, let's see, I'm going to get take two more calls, I think. And but let me give you a second, third of the amen list. We got a lot of amens today. Carol L., Rudy, John L., John G., J.R., Kaz, 
Marlene B, Tom B, Andrea L, Simon B, Joanne R, Sarah R, Stephen C, Melissa G, Priscilla W, Pat A, Patrick C, Kevin S, Megan and Jolie C. And we'll get the final third of the list in the next half hour. Thank you so much. All right, let us go to uh, la, 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 860-522-9842. Um, lot to talk about. Big speech tonight by Biden. His press tech secretary yesterday said that uh, MAGA Americans, a.k.a. if you voted for Trump, you are the biggest threat to democracy in the president's opinion. That's what she said. I watched it on television. Came word came out of her mouth. I saw it. So, what do you think? If you voted for Trump, do you consider yourself to be the greatest threat to America? Let's go to Glastonbury and Val. Val, welcome to the show. Hi, Pastor Will. Um, I'm wondering if there's anything that we can do to help this be a fair election. Do mm. we need to work the polls? What can we do? And I'm wondering if you. Well, would I say yes to uh, that for sure. I think I think local involvement is huge. And why not? Why not get more more people activated, get them in the polls, watch what's going on, question improprieties or what appear to be, you know, things that are not proper. Um, yeah, absolutely. But I'll be, apart from that, I, I'm really not sure what we can do. Get out and vote. Get out and vote for the right people. But, yeah, I think working at the polls would be a great idea. Yeah, and I'm wondering what else. I mean, what happens <laughs> What happens behind the polls, so to speak? You know what I mean? Um well, again, I think that's why people need to get involved in their in their local committee and uh, have a greater say, a greater voice. I think we're at a point now. Remember, remember Maxine Waters uh, during the early Trump days, and, and she would say, talking about not just Trump, but talking about Republicans in general, talking about uh, agency officials, even Supreme Court justices. Maxine Waters says, well, you, if you see them out in public, you get up in their face and you tell them you're not wanted here. You know, I think, I think it's time to get a little bit more um, vocal. I really do. And I think, uh, I think Republicans for far too long have been too quiet, too silent, not, not speaking out. So I think involvement in local town committees, certainly working at the polls, certainly, and and the ability to be or the willingness to be more vocal, I think, is going to be very important mm-hmm. moving forward. I hope so. I just I'm just worried that you know it's, it's going to happen again, even if yeah. you know we we know. Well, we we'll see. Move. I mean, if 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 the Republicans lose the House this this election, I would say there's something really bad happening, and I don't know what it is. I, I don't have any inside information. But every everyone, even Democrats, are expecting the Republicans to take the House. If that doesn't happen by a fairly significant margin, I think I think we're in, in serious, serious trouble. Val, thank you for your call. I appreciate it very much. Let's go to Middletown and Christine. Christine, welcome to the show. Hi. Good morning, Pastor Will. Good what morning. What I find disturbing is the Democrats' response to the to the Project Veritas story and Jeremy Boland. Yeah, I, I haven't seen any. What have you seen for Democrat response? It's about they don't want to talk about it. Oh, that's, they were okay. more mad about it was an undercover operation yeah, right. rather than addressing the problem with the kids getting indoctrinated. Right. And I did call out a writer from um, Vegas, Connecticut, News Junkie. I won't give her name. She happens to be trans. We had a nasty argument about it, too. Oh, really? Yeah, they're wow. glossing over... 
what's happening to the kids. They think it's okay for this curriculum to be taught in schools. Yeah. Well, again, you know, the, the, the scary thing about this is, and I, and I said this, he's absolutely right in what he's saying in terms of what they're hoping because progressives have changed, largely changed their tactics. They, they will not be aggressive. They will not, they'll be very, very gentle, but they will say things that are clearly, clearly out of mainstream thinking, but to say that they normalize it. And so I think that's the big danger. When you've got teachers that think that way and, and act that way, and they're teaching, you know, second graders, I mean, the, the country's lost. I mean, it's it, just, it's going to be over. dangerous. Yeah. And yeah. to your point, sir, you're, you're spot on. Far too long, our GOP here, They've been having that passive, let's work, cross, reach across the aisle to work yeah. with the Dems. Yeah. The progressives think conservatives are the enemy. Why don't they take a political fight to them this time? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, you're absolutely right, Christine. I mean, you couldn't, you couldn't be more right. Hey, as always, thanks for your call. Thanks for taking time to give us a call. Appreciate it. Have a great day. Um, you know, that's the thing. I mean, you know, what has it gotten us, really? Think about it. Republicans here... You know, and I'm, I'm not stepping on I'm trying not trying to step on anybody's toes or hurt anybody's feelings. But what has it gotten Republicans to be kind of like Democrats? It hasn't. We haven't gotten anything from it. If anything, we're further behind. We took a, a, a hammering in the last uh, the last series of elections. So why not just be who we are and, and let the chips fall where they may? Why not? Maybe people will be encouraged to hear a more conservative, consistent conservative viewpoint maybe people will rally behind that it's like the amens i got 60 68 67 people today sending in amens well there's probably twice that many three times who knows them anymore that say the amen but don't don't re, don't respond to social media email right so maybe people like that people concerned are chilled well it's time to stop being chilled if you're a conservative just come out and be loud and proud proud and loud bold say what you think have some have some passion behind it. Talk to your neighbors. Talk to your relatives, your associates, your friends. Talk to them about what you believe. Try to try to change their mind. That because trying to be almost like Democrats, but we're really Republicans, it hasn't worked. It hasn't worked at all. And so I I say maybe I I think it is time for change. Certainly the progressives aren't trying to hide who they are, and we have that from assistant uh, principal at Coscob Elementary School, Jeremy Boland. That's B-O-L-A-N-D. Let's make his name famous. Jeremy Boland, who, who by the way, didn't say he, 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 he wouldn't, wouldn't uh, occasionally hire, you know, like there was any ambiguity in the statement. It's not like he might hire a conservative. He might hire a He said, I won't hire them. That's what came out of his mouth during this interview. All right, listen, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back. More calls. We're going to have Chris Healy on, and he's going to talk about this from a Catholic perspective. He'll do that much better than I will because I'm not Catholic. But, you know, I, I, I'm telling you, this is a serious problem, and it's, and it's not. And he's Jeremy Boland is not an outlier. He's more normal in public education than you might imagine. And we'll, come, we'll talk about that when we get back. So stay with us. WTIC News Talk 1080. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.